Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. My name is Mrs. Moshe Kasher. And and I am Mr. Moshe Kasher. And I have asked Natasha to stop using not only her maiden name, but her maiden first name. So she's just going to be Mrs. Moshe. Is that still a thing where you say I'm Ms. Legero because I believe in the women's movement? That's such a weird thing that like only if you were MS, did you consider yourself a feminist? I think that's um, perhaps a uh, wave away. I think we're past that. Okay. Well, but I'm I don't saying, know. I don't know. I don't think anybody's doing Ms. anymore. I don't think, I think we've moved. I do. Ms. Legero. Ms.? Mrs. Legero? Why would I be Mrs. Legero? Why would you, when have you ever introduced yourself by Miss, Mrs., or Ms. in your life? Uh, Always. People are always asking me what my name is. I got a massage the other day. They said, what's your last name? And then he was calling me Miss Legero. Did you correct him and oh, say but it's I Ms.? Wanna, yeah, I was like, um, can you make the S sound more like a Z? And what did he have Ms. to say? Ms. Legero. What did he have to say? No, I didn't ask him In this story that. that didn't happen? It did happen, though. That someone asked you your last name? I'm just saying. That I believe. Natasha. Yeah. A little while ago, we got a uh, a secret on the sec- this here secret dump where a guy was talking about how he was hot for sister. Uh, <laughs> he wanted to bang his stepsister, but felt that he couldn't because his their, uh, their parents had just gotten together and he thought that it was wrong. You made a good point where it's like, okay, well, what is... I just think it's like... It's the same reason why you wouldn't marry your friend's daughter. It's just like, we're not doing that. Yeah, but it's different. It's off. It's just different. What if there's a 10-year age gap? But what if? But that's not what the the dilemma here is. Anyway, we got somebody that wrote in. Okay. Who actually had some practical experience in the field. Uh, They write, 
You want you want to um, start? You want me to do it? You can start. All right. They write, hey, Moshe, Natasha, I had a thing with my stepbrother in middle school. A thing. We made out, touched each other, and then we had to stop when my mom found my diary. Ooh, nightmare. I told my parents it was all a fantasy in my head and went into therapy. Good move, though, being like, oh, that's just a fantasy in my head. But then she had to go to therapy for this fantasy. Why is this... A taboo fantasy. I don't quite get it. Me and my regular siblings couldn't sleep at my dad's house anymore. It was a hard time. To explain, my dad and my stepmom got married when I was around eight or nine. She had a boy my exact age. We saw them about every other weekend. We got to know each other and over some time and hung out more and more. Then we ended up having a crush on each other. It was almost like going to see a family friend every other weekend, not really a sibling. So I totally get that situation. Another example is the movie Clueless, where she kisses her stepbrother. Note that step-siblings are not blood-related. We know no- that. Note. I like she's, <laughs> she's all of a sudden, she's an anthropologist. Note. Please take note of the fact that step-siblings are not blood-related. If you're already adults when you meet, there's nothing. But noth- she's saying they're eight or nine. I know. This one is a little weirder that she's advocating for it, but they definitely had a Brady Bunch situation. I mean, wouldn't a Brady Bunch have been more interesting if they were all fucking? No, honey. They w- it wouldn't. If you're already adults when you meet, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the label of it that makes it weird, I think. Like, like. Uh, There's another note. Like, what if two brothers dated two sisters? We don't find that weird. Well, kind of. But it seems accepted. If you grew up with the step-sibling like an actual sibling, then there's something wrong. That's my hot take. Oh, Love you guys. So she's saying since she only went over there. On the week- on the freaking weekend. Right. I mean, the whole the whole parents getting remarried situation with more kids seems so dicey. I just had a friend tell me this weekend, this really got me stressed and ho- and made me hope that we never break up. Okay. She basically, I like that. She basically said her parents... Her, her parents got divorced. Her mom remarried. Yeah. And then that son, they went on their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. The parents did. She, they left, she was 14. They left her alone with her mom's new husband's son, who was 16. All right. Terrible idea. Hold on. And he introduced her in 24 hours to smoking, drinking, and drugs. <laughs> and then she became a drug addict for, uh, a, a, or not an addict, but you know, the, the, basically he was like the second the parents left, he was like, want to get drunk? And then they smoked, they drank, and then she started smoking weed. Did they hook up? That seemed unclear, but the kid was like always getting into trouble. So they basically, the, the parents left them alone to fend for themselves. I'm can, just saying. Can you text that friend and find out if they hooked up? Oh. I'm just trying to figure out. What if they did and she doesn't want to tell I'm me? I'm just trying to figure out if it was an innocent weekend of drugs or if it was an immoral weekend he where they probably were had, He probably had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. To me, it was more like she said, and that but, weekend she got introduced to weed, uh, cigarettes, and alcohol, but then subsequently he introduced her to every drug she ever know, tried. But that doesn't have anything to do with marriages be, uh, blended families you could yes it does no it doesn't you could have the exact same experience with your biological brother and you could have the exact same experience with your best friend's older brother i mean there's no there's no avoiding that do not sneeze while i'm talking do not N- natasha we've talked about this before do not sneeze on the podcast i said that to you and you refuse to stop i mean here's the thing if it was your real brother you might not think your younger siblings cool enough to tell them all the rope show them all the ropes of drugs. so many people have been introduced to drugs by their older sibling so many absolutely 
I don't think this. But she didn't have that happening until her parents got remarried. Note that this is anecdotal evidence. (laughs) All right, let's hear some secrets. Okay. We didn't land on anything, though. Oh, whether or not it's wrong? Yeah. I think this person's onto something. The creep factor, the actual... Oh, the creep factor is breakfast every morning. Yes. We're brother and sister. We grew we, up in the same we house. We share a ride to school every day. But my two, I'm an adult, she's an adult, and our like senior citizen um, uh, parents got married. Now we can't go on a date. I, don't, I just don't buy that. Although I do... I mean, hear, have you ever heard there's so many fish in the sea? Why date your brother? Haven't you ever heard, oh my God, I'm so lonely. Why can't I find anyone? It's literally the theme of this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're a parent, don't leave your kids alone while you go on your honeymoon when they're that's, teenagers. That's the part I'm not really understanding. Like they got married and two weeks later, they're like, they're responsible enough to just fend for themselves while we go to Tahiti. Ha, were you alive in the 80s? I mean... Yeah, it was tight. That... <laughs> That's, I mean, I was in charge. I was like literally wore a key in with a piece of yarn around my neck and I was just in charge I think, at like 11. I think Gen X. And is, all I wanted to do was fuck a, a high school boy. All I wanted to do was fuck a stepsister. <laughs> I think Gen X, we're the, we're, we're the last great uh, generation. generation. <laughs> I think we're the ones, you know. The older people are like all crotchety and like want the the global warming to kill everybody and they're racist and weird and the younger people are like afraid of at replies. We're like we're we're cool, you know. Wait, why are they afraid? Of that? You know, they're just like tender. Mm. And at reply comes in, they're like, "I'm so." I get we get emails for this podcast when you and I make a joke about something. I was so hurt. I was shook, literally to my core. <laughs> really. Because of a, po- a, a a riff run on a podcast, you were shook shook to your core. And then on the other hand, so that you got too much tenderness. And then on the other hand, you got the, the boomers who were like, I think cruelty is actually really cool and is a gift. No, that's more Gen X. No, 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 no. Gen X isn't cruel. Gen X is over it. Yeah. That, cynical, that's... not cruel. Yeah, I was pretty much born cynical. But I'm not Gen X, as we've discussed before. I'm Gap. Yeah. And and Gap is even better than Gen X because Gen X are like Gap, but they don't know how to check their email. <laughs> they don't know how to like filter their email. They don't know how to log into their uh, their Facebook accounts. Fuck you. It's true. I don't log into my Facebook because I'm not interested in Facebook. But I honestly, am, I love I log into Facebook because, first of all, I want to stay contemporary and up on what the young people are up to. And they're all on Facebook. And second of all, I love what they're doing politically. Listen, honey, you think you're so young now. If one more person looks at me with this pitiful look I've now come to recognize as uh, when I mention Instagram, mm. they uh, every person under 35 who you mention Instagram to, they act like you're talking about Tom from MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> so TikTok, and then someone, I went on TikToks. My brother and his wife are like very into TikTok. They're they, talk heads. They're talk heads. They buy books because of TikTok. They go places because of TikTok. I get it. And then I looked at the interface. It's exactly the same as Instagram. It's just no photos. I was talking to a young person who was opening for me this weekend. Um, young man named Andrew Young. Funny, funny fellow. He's young. He's 28. And we were talking about the difference between TikTok and because I was like, oh, yeah, all the I was talking about what you're saying I was saying that all young people are using TikTok to like learn life lessons. And he's like, well, I learned, you know, everything I know about like he's a really good video editor and, and a filmer, you know, like he's a he's a 
I don't know if you'd call him a DP, but he's good at filming stand-up clips and stuff like that. He's like, I learned everything I know from YouTube. I was like, the difference between the generation that was raised on YouTube and the generation that was raised on TikTok is being raised on TikTok is that YouTube, they had an algorithm that would suggest videos, but by and large, you went to YouTube to find information. You'd go like, how do I vi- edit a video? You'd Whereas look it up. TikTok comes to you TikTok with broad- that sweet algorithm. TikTok broadcasts lessons into your algo that you didn't even want. I mean, yes, I do understand that that happened on YouTube too due to like the suggested videos. But what I'm saying is like- with You don't tic- just sign into YouTube and t- get like tic- five things that are th- something you're interested TikTok in. TikTok is, is unsolicited advice, the social media platform. That's what it is. And all these people right. are like, oh, I just learned that you're not supposed to eat flax in the morning. So that's <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Here's the thing about TikTok. You're either down for brain rot or not. I'm not right now. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to lay on a couch and you're not know what happened for the last 40 minutes. But see, you're so old, Natasha, that you don't get this. I'm young, so I do. Uh, that it's not brain rot for them. It's brain. Um, it's brain adjustment. There, it's for us. It's rot because our brains aren't used to it. And you for don't them, know what happened with the time. For them, for extreme young people, it's, it's not, not even extreme young people. It's people who are down for it. Like my brother and his wife are forty, but they're super down for TikTok. But let me just finish my my thought here. Yes, which is that these young people who are raised on these platforms Mm -hmm. their brains are developing with the platform so it's not rotting their brains so much as it's changing their brains their brains are are a product of a uh, of a symbiotic relationship between um inserted video and brain development and we don't know what that's going to look like i mean think about our daughter we talked about this before um you know when she mentioned lol surprise girl whatever that's called Mm -hmm. this was a show that i purposefully shielded her from but yeah. she still knows about but there's it. nothing new about that that's advertisement but she's four but that's not new that's not social so media. she just on that's youtube media. saw a commercial for it but she would have seen it on tv i'm not trying to get her into the algorithm brain rot i'm just situation. saying it's not a new situation that a kid saw an ad for something and goes mom i want a howdy doody i mean that's right. old school that's classic all right well have fun with your Brains for those of you that algorithms. would for those of you that would like to um, know more about uh, I, I recommended hypernormalization last week I think this week I'm gonna rep- I'm gonna recommend a different Adam Curtis documentary called The Century of the Self I believe it's called hold on let me just make sure here's what I think would be cool if hold on before you cut this me has off. to do no I'm not cutting you off Moshe this is one of Moshe's pet peeves. He likes to completely exhaust his sentence before anyone else pipes in. It's not exhausting it. It's finishing it. It's completing it. But you're on your phone looking for something. I was going to do an addendum. I would. So while you look for it, I'll say I would be down for TikTok if there were like different tiers, if there was like an intellectual tier and that you could like <laughs> sign up for like the top tier and then you wouldn't have to like look at a bunch of crap and they'd, they wouldn't have to like adjust. I would just be like, sign me up for like... Alan Watts, whatever is like Watts the smartest talk? political oh my stuff. God. So you want whatever snob talk. is 
snob talk uh, artists talking about their art um you know smart actors not actors who are like trying to like do that thing where they snap their fingers and go into a different outfit like whatever's like a smarter version of that okay here's the wreck here's the wreck it's called century of the self by adam curtis it's another adam curtis documentary and it's about basically the transition that occurred i think in the 60s where advertisers realized that they could use subconscious Mm -hmm. um messaging to get people to buy things Mm -hmm. and it was like a revolution in advertising specifically they talk about you know women used to not smoke in america Mm -hmm. and and then there was some advertising guy that was like oh 50 percent of the possible market of this product doesn't use it so all i have to do is find a way to market that idea of marketing to i'll just make cigarettes woman-like well you know what they did capris no they gave women cigarettes for a for there was a a rally, a feminist rally. Mm. And they had all the women smoking. Mm. So it kind of like promoted it in that way. It's, and you know how they, how they started to talk to each other? How? Excuse me, Ms. Can I bum a smoke? Well, anyway. That was a nice little callback. That was a nice little button on our chat. It's very depressing, that documentary. Well, yeah. And very I, intense. Adam Curtis, I can't recommend him enough. He'll make you really sad about the state of things. But you know what's going to make you happy about the state of things? Mm. Some secrets. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Honeymoon Podcast. Um, this is the pre-yoga membership guy calling you back. Mm, it seems guy. to have worked itself out on its own. Um, I'm not calling you guys snitches, but right after I left that <laughs> secret um, secrets tip, I got this email. Due to a clerical error on our end, you've been receiving a free monthly membership at Black Swan Yoga since February 11th. <laughs> a free month accidentally turned into many months. Oops. Naturally, we are not going to collect on the past month because that was our error. But we must start charging you for your membership on your next billing date. So, November is when it starts. But I didn't say anything. I just told you guys. So, I'm not calling you snitches, but something stinks. Love you guys. I mean, look. He got the perfect answer. He's not due. He he doesn't owe them for like eight months of yoga membership. Yeah. And are we snitches? No, we're advocates for small businesses. And yes, we called Black Swan Yoga. We were able to tell by the tone in your voice which yoga studio you go to. And so we called Black Swan and we said that there's a criminal in your midst. And honestly, there's no better way to celebrate No Nut November than with a paid membership at the Black Swan Yoga studio. Wait, I didn't know that it was No Nut November. Yeah, it's... uh, Is that a thing you just made up? No, it's Sober October and then No Nut November. And you don't jerk off or nut during November. I think you need to clean up the podcast, Moshe. What do you mean clean it up? Well, someone came up to me at our preschool and was like, I, I listened to your podcast, like one of the teachers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. And she's like, yeah, Finn a nut. Yeah, good. Our daughter's teacher. That's really good. Finn a nut. Her name's Finn a nut? Is she no, Scandinavian? No, she, she was like, I, they, she does look Scandinavian, but she was like, I, yeah, I just listened to the one called Finn a nut. You know what? I'm glad that that she had that kind of an education. Like she's our kid's teacher and in a way we're her teacher. Right? Now she knows how to say she's about to blast. But I didn't I wasn't clear if I had to explain what it was. Did she say she liked the podcast? Yes. Well, there you go. She loved it. She loves nothing. Finna nut. She m- misses whatever wherever you are at whatever school you're at. We're glad that you too are finna nut. All right, let's hear a secret. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. I have this secret. When I went to college, 
it was still the time when everyone used the uh, AOL instant messenger to communicate. Um, cell phones were not very prevalent. Um, so anyway, when you met someone at a party, you might give them the phone number to your dorm room or you would give them your screen name. So anyway, I went out to a party with a friend of mine. This was like freshman year. She was across the hall from me. And at the end of the party, we were talking to some guys. And um, some of them were kind of cute. We didn't, and one of them was definitely into my friend, but they didn't exchange any information. So the next day, she woke up and she said that, she kind of blacked out, and she didn't remember anything from the previous night. And so I thought it would be funny to to make up a screen name uh, and uh, send her a message as if I was that guy from the previous night. Um, it was true. She definitely didn't remember him. But and it was kind of funny because at one point she said, this is so weird. I never give out my screen name. <laughs> so I'm like sending little messages to her and then all of a sudden she busts into my room and says, oh my god, uh, like some guy I met last night is texting is texting me on uh, AIM and, uh, and, and I was like, oh really? And then I was like, yeah, there was this guy that was really into you last night. And um, Anyway, she got more excited about it than I expected, considering she had no memory of him at all. And she suggested that they meet up. And so I thought to myself, like, I'll tell her to meet him at this, like, really nice ice cream place. And, like, set up the date. And then I'll just show up 15 minutes later And she was like, I don't think he's going to come. And so I sat with her and then eventually, like, bought her some ice cream. I never told her that I did this um, because she was more excited and more sad than I expected. So anyway, um, and that guy never signed on to AIM again. (laughs) Okay. Bye. I have one word for this. Yeah. Pure rude. That's two words, honey. So rude. Mm. Why would you do that to your friend? I don't know. Because it's funny, I guess. The part I don't understand is why did you arrange the ice cream date? (laughs) Why take it all the way there? I think because the the friend was like, hey, maybe we should meet up. Yeah. So then she was like, okay. Why? Why that part? Why not just go, nah, I'm finna nut. I just don't get it. I do remember these days of the internet where you would like meet strangers. It's still those days. It's called how people date. No, but it's just like, I'm talking real strangers. Like you wouldn't even, this wasn't dating. It would just be AIM and some person would come on. You go, do you want to meet at a Caro's in the suburbs and hope you could drive 45 minutes to go like hook up with some stranger and then they wouldn't want to hook up with you. And it's like, what are you doing here? It's three in the morning. You want eggs? I don't think everyone did that, hon. Guys did. Met at a Caro's for sex? Well, I did. I met at a Caro's. 
I just want to like see someone in person to see if I'm attracted to their like scent and uh, you know, their vibe. Yeah. I don't think I could do it from a picture. Well, Did you have pictures on AOL? No, nah, this was pure text. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. You wouldn't even know what they looked like before nope. you drive out to a Karo's. Nope. Wow. Didn't end up working out. Yeah, obviously. All right. Well, let's hear another secret. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, so when I was young, growing up in my neighborhood, there was a bit of an incident with one of our friend's neighbors. Um, he was turned out to be producing child pornography. Um, I guess my parents checked to make sure that, like, me and my sister weren't in it. Turns out, like, we're all clear there. But my mom was very sensitive to this issue, um, and she, growing up, she always told us that, like, porn was illegal, porn was bad. She's also, like, very progressive with sex in general and, like, wanted us to, like, be educated and everything. But, like, porn was, like, a very sensitive topic for her. So I didn't, I didn't have an interest in watching it until I was, like, 19 or 20. Um, but unfortunately, last Christmas, my sister came home and met, was, like, really freaked out. She came home from college. She's like 21 or 22. And she was really freaked out because she had been watching porn and was afraid she was going to get arrested. And so I had to explain to my 22-year-old sister that porn is actually not illegal, um, that it, there was just an incident in our neighborhood. And then I also had to tell her that her best friend growing up was uh, a victim of a terrible father. So... That happened. Um, I now have a fine relationship with porn and like I'm into finding really ethical shit, but that has unfortunately shaped my sister's sexuality a lot. Um, and she now has a deep fear of like the internet in general and mm. stumbling across child porn. So that's my mm. secret. Yes, mm. it's more of my sister's, but I'm like loosely involved. Interesting. I mean, this what is, do we. This is a saga. What do we teach our children about porn? Ooh, that's a good one. Because aren't they going to like, if you are, I mean, if you are going to let your kids on YouTube, they're going to figure out how to get to stuff, right? YouTube? I don't know the There's internet. no porn on YouTube. There isn't? No. Do you watch porn on YouTube? No, but like, Are you what thinking about, of you porn? No, but what about like two girls, one cup or that's I don't know. It's not on YouTube, honey. Oh. I mean, maybe aren't a there censored some version dirty of Dirty viral videos. I mean, there's definitely um, ribald stuff on YouTube, but I don't think that's a bevy okay, of so, pornography. Uh, all right, you're going to let your kids use the internet. I would mm. say by the time they're 10, some boy at your kid's school out of 35 kids is going to be like, hey, did you guys know about this? And show them videos and stuff. Yes, and show them how to access it. Oh, my goodness. I can't think about that. And what are the that. chances that one of the kids isn't going to show someone? I don't know how to deal with that. All right. Well, uh, let us know if you have any suggestions. Give uh, us a yeah, call yeah. if you have a secret, 213-222-8608. And if it's complicated, send us an email. Maybe you can be on our show at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. We'd love you to be a member of our Patreon community. We've got a Discord. We've got uh, regular events that where we get, have a dinner together. You get some hot mixtapes from all your boy here. You get some artwork from our girl, our child, our girl child, um, N Natasha's going to be sending over some of her favorite porn clips. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff that you can... Signing books. Signing books, signed books. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. So join up. Be a part of our community because we love you. And Natasha, I love you. I love you too. 